broadcasting under the night sky from the edge of an undisclosed jungle on the Gulf of Mexico. I'm Christopher Garitano, your voice in the night. For the next hour, allow me to be your guide into the bizarre unknown, the fantastic macabre, and together we'll journey to that borderland between fiction and reality, a place beyond all rational explanation. We are now off to the witch. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the latest Off to the Witch newsletter. For those of you first joining us, the newsletter is an off week of our regular programming. I'm busy with so many big projects right now that I had to uh, change from a weekly schedule to an alternating bi-weekly schedule. However, I don't want to leave the audience empty-handed, and these newsletters are a way for me to do a uh, more of a free-form programming and talk about some current events, weird current events, things that I'm working on, and forthcoming projects that you should keep an eye out, and everything happening on the Off to the Witch podcast. So, uh, this week's topic of interest, you know, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but we're living in some very strange times. Uh, I would question just about everything that's going on. And let me discuss first some of the things. So in recent news, and this is something that came out after the U.S. congressional hearings on uh, extraterrestrials and UFOs, UAPs, mummies from outer space. Mexico's Congress gets a first-hand look. This is from the New York Times. A self-proclaimed ufologist showed members of Congress what he claimed were two mummified specimens of extraterrestrial beings. Experts scoffed. Mexico's Congress is usually meant to be a venue for solemn presentations on budgets and other serious legislation, but this week, lawmakers heard testimony from a self-proclaimed UFO researcher who brought with him some unusual objects, two mummified specimens that he claimed were the bodies of extraterrestrial beings. Now, in juxtaposition to the previous news coming out of the U.S., uh, which was taken seriously for the most part, Ufologists scoffed at this um, display coming from Mexico of these little paper mache looking type beings. You know, my issue with this is all of this is on display. And I have a lot of questions because how is it, my main question is, how is it that any of these people can come out in front of the governments, okay, around the world and speak about such elaborate things that were always, always, especially by the U.S. government, um, laughed at, made a mockery of, as far back as we know, right? As far back as, let's say, the Roswell crash. All of this stuff was spun, spin and dirty tricks. All of it was put away, laughed at, turned around. And now, all of a sudden, that's changed, that you're allowed to talk about these things. Now, some people in the world of conspiracy, believe this is either a distraction, a major distraction from something else that's happening, or they're prepping you. Uh, they meaning the governments who have um, decided that certain information should not be allowed into society. They're prepping you for a major revelation. I don't know which it is. It's not just the UFO stuff 
that concerns me. It's the behavior of world leaders. It's the actions and decisions that are being made that seem to be quite deliberate, in my opinion, to cause disarray and division. Um, I am a nonpartisan person living in the United States. I do not have a political affiliation at all. So that allows me to have a bird's eye point of view on everything, a very logical, a very sober point of view. And so in my observation, I truly believe there are many psychological operations going on right now. For what purpose, I can only suspect. Um, you know, I've covered conspiracies before in, in my career, uh, my documentaries, and mainly looking at the Montauk Project throughout. You know, the very thing that they scoffed at, of course, and like I just mentioned, uh, were anything in regard to UFOs. They were never really truly seriously looked at. And now they're being considered and we're allowed to consider them. Most of us did not wait for permission. And I just, all of this is truly suspect of something happening. I usually kind of turn my back on politics uh, because in my opinion, a lot of it's just lies and it's a parade and we're not really being given the truth about people's motivations, and most politicians don't really care about the people. But in this case, there is something going on, something major. It's affected us all, especially in the last three years. I think we should brace ourselves for whatever is up ahead. There's a silent war happening right now. All of these revelations in the, in the topic of ufology fall into this somehow. They're woven into this large psychological operation, in my opinion. There are efforts, and none of them seem to be positive. They're always with the mask of positivity. So there are efforts to divide people. There are efforts to pit us against each other. You have to imagine a different scenario. Clear your mind and meditate on what the ideal situation would be like. And I don't mean impossible. I mean ideal in comparison to what's happening right now. And, I, and, I, and think about the entire spectrum. Think about who's paraded in front of us. And that includes celebrities. That includes musicians. That includes artists. Imagine a different scenario, a more enlightening scenario. Imagine that world. That is the world we need. That is the world we need to become. And I believe we can. I'm not exactly sure what's on the horizon. But I think if we could first come to a place of understanding, we might have the clarity to begin to understand what's happening to us at the moment. There are a lot of deliberate things happening, and I wouldn't trust things that are constantly being paraded in front of us. Um, try to step back from it for a moment. Try to think in a different way, because the manipulators of society think in a very different way than we have been programmed to think. Like I've said many times before, they think in triple crosses. They think in deceitful ways that you could never imagine. And if you were to meditate on what that is and back up from this scenario right now, you could see. And, and also, if you have any kind of bias or any kind of temptation to become part of a party or adhere to some political team, please just step away from that for a moment and imagine a different scenario. Because none of this has helped the world at all. None of this is helping the world. And it won't ever help the world. So what we need to do is, if you care, 
And you must because it's going to affect your life one way or another. If you care at all about what's happening in this world, you have to be able to perceive what a villain looks like. And the archetypes of villains are vast in, in fiction and in literature and cinema and storytelling of any type. And, um, you know, but the villains that are in front of us right now are posing as friends. They're posing as guardians, people that care about us. And I have learned over the years not to take statements alone. I need to see what's truly happening. And we seem to be falling deeper and deeper into problems. So if that's the case, then the leaders are not doing their jobs. Okay. And if they're not doing their jobs, there's something, there's a problem. There's a huge problem. Let's just talk about the U.S. government for a second. After discovering, there are umpteenth conspiracies that actually are true. And these are atrocious things. I mean, these are like gut-wrenching, evil things that have been done to our own people. And if that's at all possible, this is the very government that we're voting for. This is the very group of people that are allegedly leading us right now. Same people. Do not be confused. And so... If they were capable of those things a very short time ago, what are they capable of now? It's a terrifying scenario, and, and I've said many times before, it's important that you observe these things. It's important that you know that this might be happening. I can't confirm 100% that this major conspiracy is happening to us, but do I believe it is? Yeah, because I've been able to take a very sober perspective on this. I don't allow false virtue or or any kind of bias to sway my opinion on people. I pay attention from a very singular perspective and a, and a, and a bird's eye point of view of everything. I, I try to take my time with things. I assess everything based on what's actually happening. You cannot trust politicians. All they do is lie, every single one of them. And so I'm hoping that our future consists of a new age of enlightenment. And I'd like to believe that's going to happen. And in my imagination, the new age of enlightenment is quite exciting. It is not boring in any way. In my opinion, the way things are right now are bleak and boring. And the only, the only exciting and interesting thing is that the science fiction of the last 100 years, uh, you know, everything from technology to finally having the revelation of uh, extraterrestrials before us and amongst us is now a possibility. I mean, to be alive in this time is exciting for somebody who grew up with all of those stories, and most of us did, observing that stuff. And then there's a facet of people out there that um, really don't care and you know need to pay attention to their everyday lives, and I agree. I think we should, you know, you should not neglect your life. But unfortunately, there are a lot of villains in position right now of power. And not that there hasn't been throughout history, but um, I think it's an extraordinary time. And uh, if something really horrible happens next, and you cannot deny that some horrible things have already happened. And if there was intention behind those things, and there's some evidence to support that there was, and I'm talking about the global pandemic that we just lived through and a lot of other strife uh, that might be deliberate. If that's the case, villains are in power 
and they have no intention whatsoever to stop. So please think about these things. Observe soberly. Walk through life. Enjoy your life. Live life. Be good to the people around you and the people that are good to you. Stay away from toxic people. And, um, and don't believe everything that's being paraded in front of you on the news as much as you'd love to believe. Listen, here's a fact. Probability alone tells us that there are not just one extraterrestrial species out there, but probably an infinite amount, okay? This is just because of the infinite amount of space and solar systems and galaxies and billions of solar systems out there that probability alone can tell you that there is life on other planets and there's probably billions of Earth-like planets and other like planets that harbor life, intelligent life. So rest assured, it's probably much like stars. Star Trek or Star Wars, where there is a lot out there, a lot. And in forthcoming futures, we'll realize that. If you look back at science fiction, you can see a roadmap to the future because the science fiction writers of all time, right, of the last hundred years or more, were prophets. They were channeling this stuff in like previous prophets before them. And calculating in their minds and the, you know, the, the infinite complexities of your mind is calculating what scenarios could happen. We know this. We're downloading this from somewhere. And slowly but surely, we'll start to realize what our reality truly is over time. And in our lifetimes, most of us, right, right now, we'll see so much of this come to fruition because it's moving forward at an exponential rate. We will see androids. We will see artificial intelligence. We'll see the matrix realized. We will uh, see a time where extraterrestrial ideas and perhaps beings are 100% are confirmed and realized. But I don't think you need the confirmation of villains. I think you should just use your own intellect and understanding. A lot of people who are deeply embedded into the paranormal tend to disregard history and science. And I think recorded history, uh, several sources is a very important thing. And science is extremely important for you to understand the paranormal. Um, so keep a vast library. And, and here's another important thing. The villains in place right now are editing things in the digital world. So if you are going to keep a library, you need to keep a physical library. And that includes motion pictures and music. Try to get as much physical media as possible so it cannot be changed in case something like Orwell's 1984 does happen. These are really important things for this generation to listen to. We were warned years ago, but previous generations lived through easy times in comparison. Let's say, you know, the late 60s uh, or even let's say the 50s, the 1950s throughout the early 2000s were a breeze in comparison to whatever's being implemented right now. Yeah, there were wars, there, there was conflict, there, there was a lot of different things that humans tend to do. But people seem to be living pretty well. And in this case right now, there is an oppressive force amongst us. I cannot call it out by name. I don't know specifically what it is because I think most of the people being paraded in front of us are all intertwined actors. I think in a way they're putting on a show for us. And I'm talking about politicians. 
what I cover on this show and what I've looked into in the past are some of these ideas, some of these conspiracies. It's quite an intense time to be alive, but it's also interesting and exciting um, and a lot of things, you know, good and bad and ugly altogether. I suggest if someone were to ask some advice, I would say on a daily basis for your own positive energy flow, okay? Because like that energetic flow really does exist. You should meditate on what the ideal situation is not only for yourself, but for the world, right? What a great meditation to have. Imagine a scenario with incredible leaders, you know, because we need them, right? You know, while we're busy doing what we need to do, the rest of the world needs to have guardians and people that pay attention and try to build bridges, not destroy things between each other and not cause wars, try to end wars, you know, try to end conflicts. Yeah, there are evil people out there, but we need to unanimously be able to identify what that evil is. And sometimes evil hides in friends' clothing, okay? And that is what is happening right now. Evil walks amongst us with a smile at the moment. And to me, it's blatant. And to others, it's blatant. To some people, they're buying it. They're taking the ticket. I don't know why. I really don't. But I think we're at a time where we can battle this. Perhaps the battle is being won. And what we're seeing is the ravenous fangs and claws of the evil finally being revealed and finally losing this war that may have been going on for quite some time. So I can't tell you if the alien mummies are real, but does it really matter at this point? I mean, you know, science, mathematics confirms that in comparison, these alien mummy things are drab if they were real or not. It doesn't matter because if you can 
look at any sci-fi art or sci-fi movie with an infinite amount of creatures and everything from popular science fiction to more obscure, I rest assured that stuff is real somewhere, you know, or will be. So what's the difference at this point? So uh, that's my rant about the current state of society. I'll continue on that. I'll continue to interview people on the subject matter. You know, again, my personal opinions are I, I try to keep an open mind. And the only way you're going to keep an open mind is to stay off an ideology or ideological team. You can't. Once you adhere to a political party or an ideological team, you are no longer your own mind. You do not use your own mind anymore because that is dictating now what you're thinking. You've committed to a way of thinking and you cannot as a human being, as an ever-evolving human being, you cannot commit to some singular way of thought. You need to keep an open mind. It's part of your essential journey. So um, I would say my best advice would be back away from any political party whatsoever. Keep an open mind. And then you'll either be able to see the villains or the people that might be able to help. Unfortunately, I don't think many of those people are available. And when it comes down to it, the greatest possible leaders don't want to. They don't want to be in a position of power. They don't want to have power over others. The only people that crave a situation of power over others are people usually at some point uh, were disgruntled and completely powerless, and they became the villain. They became a person who, uh, I could tell you a few people like this right now, that it, that probably got slapped around a lot at some point in their life. And um, instead of rising up and becoming a better person, they decided that they were going to try and wield some power. But at the end of the day, people like that are extremely weak, not just weak-minded, weak in every direction. And uh, easily conquered, too, if you know, if you can identify that type of person. So um, I wish everybody an incredible life. Uh, you know, I want to continue to celebrate all of these things I've loved my entire life. I want to look into the unknown, and I will. And I want to write and create and make motion pictures, and I will. And I'll continue this podcast too because I think it's a wonderful source of communication and this audience will continue to build. And um, I'm going to create scenarios where we can communicate better. And I do have a Patreon on the way. And that's one example. And I'll probably create some kind of annex version of the show uh, where I will have callers and uh, it'll be available so you can call in and we can actually have a discussion. You can call in, bring up a topic, and I'll do my best to chat with you. I believe we're due for a new age of enlightenment. That would mean, that thing I keep telling you to imagine, that beautiful existence, and I don't mean Shangri-La, that's impossible. What I do believe is that it could be an incredible time where... Great minds are celebrated, okay? Where incredible, exciting, mind-expanding art is celebrated. That is at the forefront of celebration, not the back. Some of the things we've seen paraded in front of us are detrimental to your brain. Trust me on this. And the people that are uplifted and held in front of you, do you really believe that's the apex of what that genre is? It's not. There are 
much greater people out there. And so that's the future I'm imagining. The leaders actually care about the people. The artwork expands the mind and is more exciting than anything you've ever seen. Deeper, more elaborate. Um, the movies are incredible. They're strong. They're powerful. They really touch you in, in, in the greatest possible ways. And again, I, you know, I want to see the best from people. I want to see the best for myself. I want to push myself to do my best. And I think that should be the vibe. It shouldn't be this constant conflict, these short bursts of ideas, chasing an algorithm. You cannot allow some other person or some computer to dictate how you're going to create something to enlighten other people just to chase an algorithm. You're not at a casino. You have to be able to create from your mind and your heart and take a chance. It's worth a gamble. Everything, even what I'm doing right now, I don't know if this is resonating with anybody, but I'm giving it a shot. You must, you must be able to approach things in your way. And that is how we're going to achieve exactly what I'm talking about. So if I could leave everybody with something, and I'm going to do the same thing, is that I think we should, I think we should just meditate on what our ideal situation would be what the ideal world would be. And again, I don't mean some kind of peaceful hippie paradise. If that's what you want, fantastic. What I'm talking about is an age of enlightenment. It's something we need. It's something we're due for. And just get these creeps out of the way. The people that are standing in our way from what we deserve, what our birthright is, the greatest possible achievements that you could imagine. Because if you want to talk about a conspiracy, one I do believe in is there's a major psychological operation going on to keep us from reaching our greatest potential. That is for certain. So now that I got that out of my system, um, just a few things to look out for forthcoming. Uh, I will be starting the Patreon very soon. I am working on my latest TV special, which is A Haunting We Will Go. I've been working on it for a little while now. I have two that are actually in post-production including a haunting we will go, and a third that's being designed uh, for the next episode. I, I will have a haunting we will go ready uh, for release sometime in the first quarter of next year. It's taken some extra time, and I, I've really worked on the thing, and it is my absolute best work in that realm so far. Anything I've ever done in television doesn't even compare. It's better than anything I've made outside of that realm as well. And... Um, I can't wait to uh, to make it available. It's just in the in the post production process. It's a it's a delicate final process, and also uh, how it's going to be distributed. I of course worked on this, and it's a great investment on my part. And I want to uh, release it properly, so that takes a little time. I've received a few offers in other territories outside of the U.S., and I I would like um, proper time to make a deal with that. So that will be coming out soon. What is coming out very soon is my book, South Texas Blues, and um, worked on the book all summer. I cannot wait to release it, and it is in development right now to be uh, a miniseries for television. I'm glad that I, I finally am able to release this as a book for people to read and imagine their own way. And um, essentially, South Texas Blues is the story of director Toby Hooper in the summer of 1973 on the set of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What a wild situation, crazy set that was. And you'll read all about it in my book, and I'll, I'll keep you posted on that. 
So I have some fun things coming up for Off to the Witch. Um, the official Patreon will be available probably at the end of this month or a little bit in the beginning of October. I'm working on it. I want to make it special for anyone that subscribes. And it's going to be for the cost of a cup of coffee a month. You know, I'm really going to include so many things in this, including ad-free episodes, every single episode of Off to the Witch, including the newsletters, and um, some group chats, uh, some fireside storytelling. You know, certain events would be free on there, of course, or part of the membership. And um, I'm going to include some exclusive behind the scenes of everything from A Haunting We Will Go to forthcoming projects like South Texas Blues and um, my my film next year that I'm going to start called Bury Me in a Nameless Grave. Um, I want to make it a special thing. I want to make it way more than worth the money and, um, and a place where you can feel comfortable and a, and a forum where we can discuss. There'll probably be forums where you can chat with each other as well. I want it to be a great club membership. And like I said, always staying in the, in the tradition, always keeping in the tradition of an open mind and creativity and imagination and enlightenment. It's something that I'm trying to do for myself every day. Um, you know, we live in somewhat of a, an oppressive world. And that was my passion for saying what I said in the beginning of this newsletter is that um, there are oppressive forces trying to keep us down. That's for sure. You know, uh, look at some of the greatest moments in history and compare this moment right now. This is an extraordinary moment because this is a test of our will. This is a test of what we are capable of. Do not let this time bring you down. Let this time period inspire you for enlightenment and inspire you to do your greatest. Do not be a slave to an algorithm or an app. You need to think for yourself and you need to take a gamble on your own ideas the way you want to do it. This is the age of self-publishing. Cut out every middleman you possibly can. Do not believe in these people that are trying to get between you and your success. This is the time right now. This is the time for you to shine. This is the time for you to do your greatest at who you are and what you are. And this is what I truly believe. Yes, there are forces trying to keep you from that, but they're weak. They're much weaker than they appear. And you can conquer them 100%. And we can. And so I'd like to continue off to the witch with that energy. And the reason for these newsletters is so I can speak my mind a little bit more. I try to stay out of um, doing that on the regular episodes because it's about the guest. And I want the guest to be able to tell their story. And so my opinions and my energy will be reserved for things like this or conversations that we're having. And again, I'm, I'm learning as I speak. I'm learning as I listen. and. Um, you know, I think this is a, an incredible opportunity for us to change the world. You know, there's that old saying, you can't change the world. Yes, we can. And it starts from within and it starts with all of us collectively. There are more of us than there are of them. And them meaning whoever the villains are, whoever it is that's trying to keep us from our personal paradise, there are more of us. And if we collectively get onto the same consciousness level and we collectively try and push for the greatest thing, we will achieve it. We will. Do not listen to the voices that scoff at positivity. They're already taken by that dark cloud. 
You need to listen to yourself. Listen to your own opinion. If you're excited about something and someone tries to bring it down, do not listen. Push for it. Push for everything you ever wanted. Those are the things that I want. And um, through the energy of work, you know, I believe that art can achieve that. I believe, you know, my job in this whole thing is to create the best. Even if it's I'm making a horror movie, which I'm going to next year, I want to make one of the best ever made. And that will create an amorphous, positive energy, believe it or not. I'm not talking about women getting slaughtered in the middle of the woods, even though some of those movies are fun and all. I'm talking about creating something that expands the mind, something that is so exciting that it creates a new chamber in your mind, a new chamber in your imagination. It's inspiring. It's influential one way or another, like a great song. And I, you know, in, in certain cases and in certain genres and in certain uh, types of art, we've hit rock bottom and it's time to now move up. There's great stuff being made all the time. It's just, I think a lot of that stuff is not the stuff that's being paraded in front of you. And mind you, the villains are in control of what's being paraded in front of you. So this is a wonderful time for self-publishing. And I mean, in anything you're doing, you should now take the reins, take the responsibility and do the greatest possible job you can do on these things. And so I'm working on that myself. I'm pushing for that. And I'll be pushing that for that continuously with Off to the Witch. I never wanted to make a lame podcast. I never wanted to make something that was just like everybody else. And I certainly don't want to chase an algorithm. I'm taking chances. And that's who I am. I'm willing to continue to do that and reach my audience strongly. I'd rather reach an audience of thousands that keep returning because they really believe in what's being done here and they adhere to the podcast itself and the things we're discussing than to a million people who are half listening or half of them are not even real. They're androids and we're just chasing an algorithm. I have no interest whatsoever. So I really appreciate all of you that keep returning to Off to the Witch and listening to the show. Um, there's a lot coming in the future and a lot on the horizon, and I can't wait to share it with you. So thank you for joining me this week, and I'll be back next week with a brand new regular episode. Take care. Mm -hmm.